with my physics, but I do think that it helps me understand philosophically the discoveries of physics and the discoveries of, of science in general. What, what are the questions that most physicists may not ask that, that come to you? Well, I'm not really sure what most physicists ask themselves in private when they're alone in the middle of the night. I ask questions like, do good and evil exist at all in any absolute terms, or are they just constructions of the human mind? Why are we so bent on eternal youth when everything in nature is telling us that the world is temporary? Now, you, you say that scientists will never know what created our universe. We'll always be looking for an underlying explanation, whether our universe somehow popped out of another universe or why mm. the laws of physics are the way they are. We will never get to that first cause. So, so there are certain fundamental aspects of this world, this cosmos that we live in, that seem to be beyond science. Well, we, we of course, have theories. We do have theories that explain how our universe came out of a fluctuation in the, in the quantum foam. But we will never be able to know for sure. We will never be able to test those theories because we cannot get out of our universe to test them. We will never be able to go back to T equals zero to see exactly what happened. Does that bother you? That there seems to be this fundamental mystery, uh, you know, at the core of physics, you might say, that, that it would seem science will never be able to explain. Well, it, it bothers me, but it's plausible. It only bothers me aesthetically because I wish that we didn't have to accept things that we can't prove. Of course, in the rest of life, there are many things that we accept that we can't prove. We can't prove why a particular character in a novel haunts us. We can't prove whether it's right or wrong to kill an enemy soldier in, in time of warfare. But when it comes to the physical universe, most scientists have always believed that we could prove everything that we believe. But there's no reason why nature has to make all of its parts accessible to us. And yet, people seem to crave a sense of order that, that science might give us. As you put it in your book, the laws of nature protect us from the vagaries of the gods. The laws of nature satisfy a deep emotional need for order and reason and control. And yet, you're also saying that these laws will remain elusive and inexplicable. Not all of the laws. Most of the laws that govern daily life are discoverable and can make very accurate predictions. It's just that some of the properties of our universe, such as the amount of dark energy, the strength of the nuclear force, we can't explain in terms of first principles. But given those properties, we can make very accurate predictions about whether an airplane will stay up in the air, for example, things like that. Right. No, it's, it's a philosophical question. It's a, it's a, it's it's a philosophical a, question. It's a question of how comfortable are we with some fundamental unknowability about our cosmos. Yes. yes, that's right. It's a philosophical question, and I think that most physicists would be at one end of the spectrum and being uncomfortable with the fact that we must accept some unknowables. Well, it also sounds like you are comfortable living with mystery, with not knowing all the answers. Yes, Definitely. One of my favorite things that Einstein said was that the greatest experience we can have is the mysterious. 
that lies at the cradle of true art and true science. And I think by saying that, Einstein didn't mean that the physical universe was, was unknowable. I think what he meant is that mystery provokes our curiosity. It provokes our imagination and stimulates us and stimulates our, our creativity and our search for meaning. That's what mystery is for me. It's the boundary between what we know and what we don't know. I hope that science will never have a complete explanation for everything in the physical universe. Well, that's I, interesting. I, that, I think you, you stand yeah. apart for most scientists in that regard. Well, there's plenty, still plenty to do uh, <laughs> as a scientist. I, I once interviewed a cosmologist named Martin Schmidt, who was the man who first discovered quasars, which are the most distant objects known in the universe. And Professor Schmidt said to me that at certain points...